Welcome to a brand new episode of the Send a Cow podcast. On today's show, what wouldn't you do to bring food home for hungry children? That's the question facing families living on the outskirts of Uganda's oldest national park, Murchison Falls. We'll find out how a lack of food is giving these families a terrible conundrum and ultimately one that endangers the wildlife living inside the park. Before we start though, here's a quick word about where these podcasts come from. This podcast is brought to you by Send a Cow, a force for change in rural Africa. Our Living with Wildlife appeal will support vulnerable people and wildlife living in Uganda, as well as other similar work across Africa. Give before the 14th of April and the UK government will double your donation. So please support now at sendacow.org. Several months ago, this podcast travelled to northern Uganda to visit the country's oldest and largest national park, Murchison Falls. It wasn't long when driving into the park that we began to see families of elephants on the march, hippos bathing in the River Nile, and the beautiful, world-famous Rothschild giraffes. It's an epic and truly magical world. However, on the outskirts of the park, families are struggling to live. With limited income opportunities and very little food, some are desperate enough to risk their lives laying traps in the hope of catching bushmeat to feed their families. But the traps are indiscriminate, and endangered wildlife such as the Rothschild giraffe are getting caught. To find out how the two charities, Sendakau and Tusk, are coming together to resolve this situation, we drove on to a small town called Pakwach, where some of the affected families are living. It was an extremely hot day, and we could tell from the dryness of the land that growing conditions were incredibly tough. The climate was unforgiving. It was here that we met Sendakau's field officer, Julius Adabango, and he began by explaining why he works for Sendakau, which trains families in the skills and confidence to grow their own food. I've been around, I've worked with the Sendakau, not only in northern Uganda, in other parts of Uganda too, for the last 12 years. What I like most and what I like most in my job is putting a smile on somebody's face. Every day that's what we try to do. The most exciting part of the job is when you see people's potential uncoiling. You really see that some, just a small thing, they just need a small push. And when you give that push, then you can see them go. And you never catch them again. It's like a roller coaster stuck on the hill. Just give it a small push and it goes down. It's so exciting. As we walked into the fields where local families were living, we asked Julius why they were struggling to grow food and what, in his opinion, was going wrong in the area. It's difficult to explain, but just imagine you're a parent. You have hungry children. There's no food in the house. You've gone out to look for food. What wouldn't you do to get food home? It doesn't have much of how risky it is, because looking at those hungry children is not very amusing. So you get pushed to do anything, including risking your life in the park. People here try to grow a little bit of everything. So you find very few really can say, this is my source of income. They end up selling what should have been food, and at the end of the day, they are hungry. So it, it becomes a vicious cycle. We appreciate that the majority are crossing to the park because of poverty. So it is a multifaceted project. One, provide alternative sources of income so that poverty doesn't push you to the park. Two, educate them so they know the importance of the park and also educate the public so that they, they are aware why, what is being done and for what reason so that they understand, they appreciate 
what the park is all about and how it can benefit them and their future generations. We walked into the village where we met a man called Ujeni, who used to set traps in the park when he was younger. As we stepped onto their land, it was immediately clear that the family was struggling. The children were quiet. Ujeni and his wife looked tired and withdrawn. Two of their adult children have disabilities, a problem with their hips that means that they can't walk properly. Yet Ujeni doesn't know what their exact condition is. A long time ago, a doctor told him that they could fix the condition if he sent them to hospital, but Ujeni couldn't afford the hospital bills. It's something he's clearly upset about. I've seen changes, he says. A few good ones and some bad ones. The only good thing is that I'm still alive. The bad thing is that life isn't easy here. When I was younger, I went to the park to hunt and I got hurt by a buffalo. It gave me a disability. From then on, I said no and I stopped going to the park. I was 30. I've not been back since. If people had enough to eat, they wouldn't go there to the national park. What takes them there is poverty. The message I want to send is, we have a very big problem. The problem is we have no food. We get food with difficulty. Between morning and now, coming to sunset, we have not tasted food all day. As we walk away, I began to understand the need for a solution that supports both the people and the wildlife of Murchison Falls. You can't have one without the other. Julius is certain that by working together, Sendikau and Tusk can deliver that solution. We finish the day by asking him about the thought of Murchison Falls without wildlife. Is that thought troubling to you? We ask. It's not a thought. Even the reality. Where we are standing was teeming in with, with animals before. And that was, that's not long, long ago. They are no longer here. So that means if we are allowed to continue, give it another 50 years, you'll not see an elephant, you'll not see a giraffe, you'll not see a lion. There used to be lions roaming around here and hippos and elephants. So it's a reality, it's not a thought. We can't continue like this. Something has to be done. Give before the 14th of April and the UK government will double your donation. So please, support now at sendacow.org.